Why, hello there, everybody, and welcome to the very last episode of Hardcore Heroes. How are you guys doing today? Uh, pretty good. I It's been less than a week, so I don't have that much to catch up on. I'll talk about... Oh, God, I've got Echo in the background. Oh, that's me, sorry. Okay. No, no, that was me. But, um... Yeah. Oh, the one the one thing I've got that I, I should mention is that uh, there's a game called Uplink that some people might know. It's a really old game. It's like 15, 16 years old. And it's like a really, not like cheesy, but it's very Hollywood-esque hacking game. And uh, there was a big new UI mod that just came out for it that makes the game look like it didn't come out in 2001. And it's actually pretty great. So I'll probably That's be playing cool. that after Hardcore Heroes. How, how do you find so many new games to play all the time? <laughs> it's not. A, I've had this game for like eight years. <laughs> I've I've had this game for a long time, but um, <clears throat> other than that, I played Chaos Reborn with Nick, and that was uh, that was the game is good. Yeah, I want to get like a people. community. Yeah, I want to get like a community night together for that. Ooh. Just have like a bunch of people pick that game up because you can do like two v twos and three v threes and stuff like that. It'd be, it'd be cool chess. to get some team games going. Yeah, cool. and everything's done by like rolling dice. It's amazing. Everything is up to chance. I think that would be something that we could probably organize after. Well, I was going to say after Hardcore Heroes is over, but there's not going to be a Hardcore Heroes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy it for six pounds, I think, Neil. Yeah, it's ten dollars here in ah. the states. Six great British pounds, real money. Real money, right? Mm -hmm. Not even worth a pound of silver anymore. Completely deflated, <laughs> useless. Probably no idea worth a pound of silver. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is originally meant, though? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, what about you, Nick? Um, just been at work, you know. I'm still buying the house, so that's kind of a thing that's going on. Um, been playing Chaos Reborn with Sean. It's a lot of fun. Playing Here's the Storm. I mean, pretty excited about you know things in the future. It's all good, man. I don't know, not much. Life's good. All right. Yeah. Well, oh, it's sunny in England for once, actually. That's actually pretty good news. Oh, that's Somewhere why it looks so weird on your camera. Yeah, that's why you look out. like Gandalf. Yeah, <laughs> looks like Gandalf confronting Frodo after he destroyed the wrong, the one ring. It, it won't that last really long. awkward scene. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, it won't last long. It's um six o'clock now, so mm. so I'll go down soon. All right. So we should probably talk about why this is the very last episode before we jump into it. Um, do you guys care to enlighten people on why this is the final episode of Hardcore Heroes? Uh, I mean, for me, like we we've kind of just been here before, is what I what I was feeling like. Like Van and Malachi on the run after the third party member dies, looking to uh, <laughs> do something new. I don't know. Like I, I want to explore Van and Malachi f further, but like further down the line, I, I want to give give it a little bit of a break and let them establish themselves somewhere else. Yeah. I think more, I mean, everything that we've been working for pretty much this whole time has been for Shybrook or in and around the NPCs in Shybrook, especially towards the end, like Malachi was very interested in becoming the ruler of Shybrook. And with all that kind of gone, and we then did have a reason to stick around to help Georg fight off the demons, but now that he's gone as well, the fight against the demons seems kind of lost. And um, I just don't see what there is keeping us around anymore. So, if there is a time for the characters to be shell for a while, it seems like a good time to do it. Yeah. 
So why don't we hop into game and your characters can have this discussion together as you go about getting your things and uh, figure out where you want to go. So uh, I think where we last left off, you guys were f either f invisibly walking or kind of gliding away from the demons. And well, why don't we mm -hmm. just say you reconvene somewhere near the middle of Misty Rapids. I think we got back to the keep. Like we, we got yeah, back we to Misty Rapids and we went to the keep to get Jeeves. We told people that what had happened because people freaked out when they heard that Georg was dead. Right, right. Okay, that's right, because you said calm down and everyone's like, I'm running around. <laughs> yeah, everybody ran away, <laughs> so we, we just went to the keep. All right, so we will reconvene with you guys at the keep. All it right. is, um, well, late afternoon. There's a strong wind blowing through the area. You guys arrive at the keep. You're going to have to scale the walls, which isn't too difficult for mm -hmm. a ninth level wizard and an eighth level cleric to do. <clears throat> And you find Jeeves and uh, the widow of Lord Dicky Kugler hanging out uh, in the front yard, admiring the large wall of iron, discussing <laughs> what it means to have this much wealth on a hand um, when you two climb over the wall and come walking in. Jeeves, I hear Akuba's very nice this time of year. Akuba, my lord. Akuba, extremely nice place. At least from what I've heard, much nicer than this place is about to be. Yeah, I think we need to gather our things and leave. Will Lord Georg be joining us, my lord? No. No, he won't. Oh, a shame. Well? And uh, with Georg dead, this whole town is likely doomed, so it's probably best we, we, we gotta move on before the the demons arrive. Do we have time for a spot of tea, my lord? I was actually going to ask, Malachi, do you do you fancy spending night, a night in the keep or traveling out now and spending the night on the road? I think we should travel now because we're only, what, 20 minutes out of town? A mile out of town. Oh, okay, yeah. We're, we're getting out of here then. Let's go. Uh, yeah. We Jeeves, can, we can make tea on the road, Jeeves, whenever we camp for the night. Can we? Do you want... I mean, can I don't we? have a tea, Take a tea with kettle. me. I mean, surely there's one in the keep. Take it with you, man. Uh, the, 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 uh, excuse me, but Lord, I, Jeeves does not steal, sir. No, Dan's gonna, gonna Van all, like, walk over and grab a tea kettle and just be like, here, it's mine now. Take it, Jeeves. Carry my tea kettle for me. Right away, my lord. Shall I put it in Chester? Sure. I had agreed with Georg that if uh, either of us were to die that we'd inherit each other's wealth. So, uh, on that note, Van, would you care to accompany me to the treasury? Oh, sorry, say that again? Would you care to accompany me to the treasury? Well, not much. it's not doing much good here. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, you're going to fall into the hands of whatever those things are. Alright, so we'll go looking for the treasury while Jeeves gathers our supplies to leave. Sure. Uh, you poke around for a while. All the doors are wizard-locked. We uh, like kick him uh, in as we go by, I guess. Eventually, you find what appears to be a treasury door. It's reinforced with bands of brass and bronze mm -hmm. to make it, you know, near impossible to knock down, um, and it's locked. I think one thing I'm looking for, like, when I when I start digging through is Georg, when he was talking to Van, sounded pretty nonchalant at mentioning having, like, this magical item or that magical item. So I think I'm looking to, like, see if I can find magical items and just get them away from the keep, because I don't want the demons taking that stuff. Sure. A good argument. Alright, uh, I think there's a chance that I can open the wizard lock doors, isn't there? 
Or do I have to be five levels more and it's not a chance? I think you have to be four or five, five levels, levels more. From when it was cast. Right. So I probably can't do it. All right, yes, we, we kick it down then. Um, well, it is a reinforced door. I don't know if either of you actually have the strength to knock it down. Um, what's could, Sean, you I, have 17 strength? 16, I think. <clears throat> All right. 17 is where you get plus one to hit, right? Yeah. yeah uh, so you would 15. need 18-99 strength to be able to open this door. All right. Oh, wow. Let's uh, try something else. Sean, uh, Van, stand mm -hmm. back. I'll walk to the end of the corridor. How far away can I be from the door? The plan's to fireball the door, so I don't want to. I don't want it to hit me, you know, come back and hit me in the face. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, you can find a spot where you feel like you could safely fireball the door. It would possibly set fire to the tapestries and other things in this hallway. I mean, there's some treasures better than no treasure. All right. All right. Do you have another so, fireball spell ready? Yeah, I only I had three and I only used one because okay. it turned out it wasn't much use. All right. All right, I'll do that then. Fireball the door. Roll me some damage. The the keep is wood, right? I mean, it's uh, stone. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> 34. Ooh. All right. Your fireball blast strikes the door. Um, How much HP does a door have? Probably not that Probably, much. Yeah. Even a reinforced one is probably not too. Uh, yeah. Not too Pretty hardy. impressive door if it could have survived a fireball. Yeah. Well, it is the door to the the treasury of a, a lord. Uh, I'm mostly concerned that there's enough iron that the door won't really be able to properly catch fire. But a fireball blast is quite a bit of force, especially when it's focused in a hallway like that. No, it's so. not. It can't disperse as well. I'm just gonna give the door a straight up saving throw to see if it's holding or not. So where are um, structural saving throws? All right, I'll let you roll the save. Item hit points. Ah, here we go. Door. Um, I would say this is a thick door. It has 30 to 50 hit points. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, we've got another fireball. <laughs> uh, yeah, you want to give it a second fireball for me? Yeah, it, does it survive? Uh, it does survive the first blast, yeah. Can we... I mean, is it on fire, though? Uh, I'll give it a saving throw to see if it's on fire. 10 wood thick versus <clears throat> fire is a pass, actually. So, if huh. it's not on fire, I mean... I go over to it. Can I just like kick it down now? Nope, nope. Uh, it's got you know between thirty and fifty hit points and thirty-four points of damage to it, so it's still standing and strong. The All reinforced right. iron bands are really holding it together. You know, wow. these doors aren't easy to knock down. That's the point. I could do with keeping that other fireball, but I mean, how much is it really doing against the demons? I guess it'd be good for the mosquitoes. Is there, yeah. like, a big piece of wood that I could pick up and use as a battering I've, ram? I've still got some spells. Like, it's all right. a large piece of timber? Um, you can find... You can rip apart something somewhere in the keep to get something that you might I mean, be able to use as a battering I mean, ram. He did, yeah, he did, like, 34 damage, and I'm, I don't want him to burn stuff? two fireballs. And I, I mostly just want to, like, hit it with something heavy to, like... Oh. I, I know I probably can't do it with, like, my bare hands, but I figure, like, with a battering ram in a little bit of time, we can probably if burn I, that door down. I, I that would just... Stuff, right? 
with a proper battering ram and enough people to work it, eventually the door will come down. It's just a matter of time. Um, so it depends on how much time you guys feel like allocating to this project versus how much time you feel like you have before... Malachi, just arrive. fucking fireball the store again. Yes. All right, get back to safety. There That's you fine. go. All the right. second fireball blows the door off the hinges and out from within comes stalking a knoll clad in bronzed bones and a no magic weapon in his hand anymore. I'm going still. to... Van pulls out his, uh, his amulet and says... Return to your rest and cast Turn Undead. Okay, well, we should still roll initiative. Oh, okay. Is it, is it not killed by the fireballs? No, no, no. It's protected by, by the fireball by the big-ass door. It's on the other All side right. of the door. Yeah. Seven. Oh, are we doing... We're, we're doing, doing initiative. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, plus <laughs> whatever you need for your weapons. And uh, I don't know seven. what I need for a Turn Undead. It might just be plus one, because th- it's, it's just a turn. It's either... Check short like that, or it's a full round action. I don't remember yeah, I'm, which. I'm looking for it right now. Chapter 9, combat. Turning undead. I've got no stones given it. This thing could Requiring one round and occurring during the character's turn in the initiative order. Cool. So, so I think that's like a, a two or a... Th- so it, it occurs whenever my turn happens. Um, let's see. It does not get interrupted if I'm attacked during the attempt. Uh, to resolve the turning attempt, I think it's automatic. I think this is like destroyed. an innate spell ability, so we'll call it plus three initiative. Okay. So ten for you, seven sure. for Nick. Um, the skeleton comes stalking down the hallway in the direction of Van Helsing. It has sure. no magical weapons because Georg took the one from it and handed it to you. You're holding this skeleton's yes. weapon in your hand. <laughs> um, and the skeleton batters at you with his solid bronze fist, which clangs yeah. harmlessly off of your plate mail. All right, and I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say, return to your rest and cast right. turn undead on it. And it uh, you're level nine. He you think he instant dies. Eight, but I'm pretty sure if it's two hit die or less, it's instantly destroyed. Is that it for you? Only two hit die or less? Uh, let me check. You're it like a level nine cleric, right? Level eight. Eight. eight, eight sorry. Ghoul or two sorry. hit die is uh. So I can automatically destroy skeletons, zombies, and ghouls. Okay, but you can automatically turn a whole bunch of other shadows, shit. whites, gas. I can actually turn vampires at this point. Wow. Yeah. Not automatically, but on a sixteen. No, or higher. on a sixteen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <coughs> um. Yeah. Well, this is a two or, th- yeah, it's a two hit die, skeleton. So, it's so destroyed. it destroys. It is destroyed and crumbles to dust. Awesome. Uh, Good job. That's one I haven't seen before. I, I guess it doesn't crumble to dust. You now there's just a bronze statue of a knoll skeleton standing there, <laughs> unmoving. The the dope bones inside. There's like little bronzing. bits of yeah, there's like there's like little bits of ash that are seeping out through the bronze. <laughs> um. All right, it's just there. You guys can go in and sack the treasure room. It has yeah. cash only. I think all the magical items have been taken out. There might be like a magical shield or a plus one axe lying around, but I don't remember exactly. Let me know about that shield. Right, magical shield's important. Yeah. 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 We're just going to say you guys grab the loot and leave. Okay, um, okay. Since sure. This last episode, you won't be spending it, so we don't need to calculate it. Yeah, if we need, we can grab like a cart as well from the keep that will be wheeling up the street. Like we can <laughs> put Chester on it. And you guys just like push this cart down the street as the town behind you is being overrun by demons. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Does All Jeeves right. want uh, Fanny Kugler to come with us? Oh, we can't rightly leave her here, my lord. What, what would she do? 
<clears throat> Fair enough, Jeeves, which is your responsibility. <laughs> Make sure you water her and feed her every day. Yes, my lord? Yep. Okay. Alright, let's get on the road. We're going to Cauldron and then north. Yep. Okay. You guys uh, head out on the road. Yep. As you're leaving, uh, there's a huge stream of refugees and terrified people fleeing Misty Rapids, headed westward. Um, and when you're a few hours out of town, you can see smoke rising from Misty Rapids itself. And maybe another hour later, you can see smoke rising from the area around the keep. The demons have made their way through and are, well, doing what demons do best. Yeah. I mean, the gate was closed, right? So the keep was walled off? Yes. Okay, I'm kind of banking on that in case we ever need to go back there. I mean, they could just charge it with that bull thing they've got, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alright. Uh, it's a two-day journey to Cauldron. You guys don't have a carriage, so you're having to hoof it the whole way. But that's fine. There's a, a nice we... long line. Unless there was a of... carriage in the uh, in the keep that we could have taken. No, no. Uh, oh, right, the, the horses were dead, too. Yeah. Uh, there's a, just a long line of people fleeing the destruction. Uh, you make it into Misty Rapids two days later. The place is overrun with newcomers, uh, both from... Cal Misty Cauldron, do you mean? Sorry. Yes, Cauldron. You make it to Cauldron yeah. two days later. The place is overrun with people from Misty Rapids and the surrounding villages who have heard the terror and fled. You also hear, while you're in Cauldron, that Tassel has been overrun and destroyed by demons as well. Uh, and that they appear to be headed this way along the west road. You know, I have to say, Malachi, you and you and Georg really caused some damage. <clears throat> well, we were only trying to help you, I guess, but I, I don't know about Georg, because you'd think being a master of time and dimensions and having used, having used the portal before, he'd have remembered to shut it behind him if that's what we needed to do. I guess even an experienced dimensionalist can forget to close the front door. I don't know. I don't know if maybe this is what he wanted. I mean, I think that might be going a bit far. Why, well, you didn't see that amulet <laughs> around his neck. Maybe not, but he did give his life fighting along our side. Yeah, until his god restores him and he reigns over this chaos land. I don't know. So you guys are having this conversation somewhere in Cauldron. Uh, I, I was imagining, like, in an in-room or something private. I wouldn't say, like, you and Georg really fuck right, shit right, right, up right. in a public setting. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but you've been pushing this wheelbarrow full of treasure around for a little while. Now, it's not yeah, just, like, we can, heaps like, of gold in... on top of the thing, but it's still very clearly a wheelbarrow clanking, and it looks like it's very yeah. heavy, and then you're in, in plate fact, mail, we'll probably... and he's a wizard. Yeah, and... in fact, I, I was going to suggest that we probably hmm. don't stay in Cauldron for the night, that we, we camp out on the road. Um... But you're, you've I mean, drawn some attention to yourselves with this wheelbarrow of cash. You know, occasionally someone will, like, take a quick look and look at what's inside, or, you know, a kid will run by and start, mm -hmm. you know, burrowing through your stuff. Uh, and uh, why don't we give people a general reaction roll to see if, how they <laughs> feel about this site. Uh, Van, you have a modifier to people's reaction adjust, don't you? Yes, plus six. In, in the good direction, so Correct. I think it's a minus six. Okay. God damn it. 
Now you're just a forehead. There you go. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to fix it. Uh, people seem to be more or less uh, ambivalent towards you, kind of okay. giving you your room and some smiles. Yeah, and held maybe that a bay few... by my by my <laughs> blinding charisma. <laughs> uh, and maybe more than a few people coming up to you begging for money or food or help. <laughs> um, but there's so many of them. You know, you yeah. there's no way you could help any of these people. You would spend yeah. years helping them all. Yeah. Yeah. That's I could just it. get rid of all of them right now. <laughs> Say the word. <laughs> all right, Neil. So Malachi casts web. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, where are you going from Cauldron? Well, let's uh, ask in Cauldron. Um, there's no Harbor Master, I suppose, but if there's like a Merchant's Guild or something like that. Try and find out uh, how you would get, how you would travel to uh, Akuba. Kill the Ram. Well, yeah, maybe we go from Kelder. Yeah, because yeah. I mean we're pretty close to the to the river, so we probably want to head up north, right? So, uh, have Van and Malachi decided amongst themselves that they want to go to Akuba? Is that the? I think sure. so. Well, I it's being bandied about. Let's let's talk about it, right? So, what are the okay. kingdom? Well. Yeah. See, I, I like Akuba right now, Malachi, as sort of a, uh, a means of getting our feet back on the ground after this whole ordeal. I do fancy the idea of maybe going to Mistrea and killing a red dragon and becoming the new overlords of Mistrea. It's a green dragon, I think. Red. Is it? Oh. Well, yeah, that sounds even worse. Remember we found the... Uh, somebody was telling us about there being a red dragon in Mistrea after we killed that chimera and took its scales. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd well, fancy slaying that beast and becoming the new overlords of Mistrea, but that would be, you know, a future, future goal. I, I'd uh, rather go somewhere where we can get our feet planted first. I've had a, my fair share of dragons recently, and I'd probably rather avoid them going forward if possible. Hmm. So we've got, I pull out my map, and I'll put it on the, so we've got Eridon, right? Hmm. Which is where we are. This is this separate right. by the big river. Then Mistrea, is that the bit in the middle? Little peninsula. Yep. And then Drakus is to the south. Yep. Yes. So what's the deal with Drakus? That's where all the women are in charge. Is that right? No, 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 no. Um, Matava, down kind of connecting Eridon to everything else, is uh, a matriarchal society. Uh, well, or as you put it, that's where all the women are at. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like that would be the easiest one to take over. <laughs> Because it's the smallest kingdom by landmass and population? Well, that, that as well, I suppose. <laughs> uh, so what's the deal with Drakus? Why wouldn't we go and... What's, why wouldn't we go and live there? Good question. Well, I suppose we could. It's a bit close, don't you think? Uh, why don't we just head to Drakus? It's probably closer to Mistrea, should we ever choose to go back there. If we want, we could easily sail over to Nome. Well, what do, do you know what language they speak in Drakus? Common. Uh, it's common? Okay. Yeah. It's common everywhere, right? It, like, Akuba has its own language, but they still speak common. Um, you're not sure what they speak in Akuba. Everyone knows that they've got their own language, but it's unknown if they also all speak common or if that's kind of a, a rarity out there. Okay. Um, but Drekus is known to have common as a primary language. They also have their older tongue, but that's usually reserved for, like, academic circles, like Old Eridonian would be. Okay. 
I mean, also, I suppose we could just go to Drea. My, my biggest concern, Tassel's been overrun, so how do you want to get there? We'd either have to travel through Mistrea or sail a boat. Hmm. How big is the river? We could probably fly out of the river. So the canal, the great canals of Arcadia are, let's see. I mean, we could walk along the river, Malachi. Six miles across or so, yeah. and they are maybe, be... the canal is maybe uh, like 150 feet high or deep. So uh, it's not really something you can cross unless you can fly over it. Otherwise, you'd need to go through a town to get down the giant cliffs and then go across the salt water and then back up. So wait, this section of Mistrea, very far to the south, looks pretty much abandoned, right? Like there's Old Vodan and Honey Reach, but if you go like this whole south uh, eastern section, just looks pretty empty. Yeah, it's the nice big open prairie lands. Uh, so we probably okay. So we'd we'd probably be able to like travel through there. No, like Easily I, I imagine travel there's... through. There will be okay. some monsters, but you guys are eighth and ninth level. Yeah. I, I was imagining like Crownhold is probably where the Red Dragon is, or something like that. Probably up where like the population. Yeah, the much more dense. the Red Dragon lives in Dragon Peak, okay, up on the mountains. Yeah. So we could, we could we do get that. and from Kneecap get a ship to Dawngate, and then from Dawngate try and walk to Old Vadan. How how wide did you say this river was, Neil? Uh, Six like miles. Yeah, it's more of a, a giant canal than an actual river. I mean, okay. We could fly over it again. Over the river is not the problem. But um, Canal if we're going to go trekking, if we're going trekking across the wilderness, we'd probably be best starting out from a city where we can buy supplies. True, kneecap might be a good call then. Is Dawngate is that the capital of Dracus? No, uh, the capital of Mistrea, that that area right there, is Crownhold. Yes. Um, the borders between Mistrea and Drekus is the River Vodan. Um, so it's kind of separated like that, with Old Voden uh, being the last bit of Mistrea, um, and Ralwick being the first bit of uh, Drekus. So Dawngate is pretty close. It made you think Dawngate's too close. Oh yes, and I, I wouldn't want to camp in Mistrea. I've heard uh, it's not it's not too great there ever since the dragon took over. We should probably just pass through it to Drekus. Well, we could we could go to the Nikap, uh from there, go to Dawngate, and then follow the Night River down through the valleys until we get to Honey Reach. And sure. then from there, make our way across East Vodan. I, I don't know about this Drekus plan. I, how do you even pronounce these names? Wickthrow-Ren-Nenta? How is this even supposed to work? At least they're in common. I mean, there's only five cities in Akuba. Where does Akuba start? So Akuba's borders are the Red Desert um, and the ocean, pretty much it. So they've got this little section up in the north by the mountains that they border with the Elven Empire. Uh, and oh, then, that's the Elves up there. Yeah, then they kind of just come around here like this, because all of this is just inhospitable wasteland of desert. Mm -hmm. um, and then they get you know, all this stuff. Some of these islands look quite cool. Western Island, Black Beach, Redview, Embershore. Hmm. The Spice, Spice Islands Island. are a lovely place. Wonderful weather. Embershore yeah. looks pretty cool. Well, we can throw people in a volcano over there once we assert our dominance and take it over. Yeah, just hope it doesn't erupt. Why don't we um, Why don't we head to Nikop then? Sure, we'll start there. But one thing I want to check, Neil, I'm going to ask around town and ask about just kind of like, what's up with Mistrea? 
because I I mentioned that like one time like I'll I'll probably tell some deeds if we're in a if we're in an inn I'll probably be like this one time we slew a chimera and I'll like tell this this whole long story about the chimera but then now I heard that because the the chimera scales were red and I probably I think I still actually have the chimera scales mm-hmm. so I'll probably like show off the chimera scales and say like. I was told that a red dragon of a similar color had taken over Mistrea. Are the borders closed? Oh, no! Not closed at all. Well, maybe they're closing them now that the demons are running over everything, but I told you, those people from Miss, uh, from Misty Rapids, unclean swine, all bringing around the demons on us. Uh, what what can you do with people from Misty Rapids? I'm from Shirebrook myself. It's Oh, even further east? I know. Shame very, on your very, soul. Very strange place, but luckily nothing interesting ever happened in Shirebrook until it was destroyed by demons. Hmm. Well, good riddance. <sighs> now, if only we could uh, bring one of them to justice, we could put them over the great cauldron and watch them boil. <sighs> oh, I heard the Lord of Misty Rapids is dead. You don't say. Yes, I heard he was killed by one of those demons in battle, trying to defend his own territory. Hmm. <laughs> Upstart little brat. Yeah, uh, you ever hear the time that the the Wraith of the Tetherwilds visited Cauldron, scaled the castle, murdered everybody inside of it, took the poor girl, scared her out of her mind. Now she's just a babbling idiot, going on and on about her daddy and this strange, you know, noble from Misty Rapids. Scared the girl half to death, scared her sanity away, murdered everybody in the keep. Sounds like quite the villain. Perhaps it's a good thing he uh, he met his end. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, to me, it's about that. time for the end of the world. Well, if you want to die, then I'd stay right where you are. But if you've got all the plums, it might be best to get out of town. Well, you can't escape certain death. You're just going to be prolonging your terror. All come, right, well, I got a, a nice spot on my front porch. We can watch the demons come in and burn down the town <laughs> before they get us. <laughs> You, uh, thanks for the offer, but I think uh, my friends and I will be heading on. Are I quite certain? like the whole struggling through an endless tear bit. It's it's quite refreshing, to be honest. Never well, that's moment. what you Easterners would say, you and your heretic ways. You must embrace the true desire of the gods, and that is to see us all suffer for our sins. That is true, but as one of the... Uh, one of the speakers for the gods, and I sort of show off my my holy medallion. He like rubs I don't, his eyes and squints, gets close. Say, I'm not sure. I'm not sure they would agree with all of their all of their servants dying off at once. Well, pretty mouth thing like you worshiping such a ridiculous god like that is ought to have weird notions of what is right and wrong. But that's what you get for being a no good city boy who's never had to work a day in his life. Look at you, pretty hand. I bet you come from money too. Well, but why don't you quit while you're ahead, mate? Oh, what are you gonna do? Kill me? <laughs> the end of the world's already on us, son. <sighs> now, if you really want to try and run away, I guess you could go to Matava. There certainly is a red dragon there, uh, red as those scales might be. Hmm. Hey, so uh, what's going on with Stromheim? Did they did they reopen the gates yet? That's oh, yeah, totally. Oh, they might have closed him again already, but they, they were open for a good month or two. Huh. Mm-hmm. Did they find out who killed the, uh, who tried to kill the queen? Kill the queen? No one tried to kill the queen. They burned down the temple. 
So the burning down of the temple was why they shut it down. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, I heard it was an assassination attempt on the queen. I did what? hear about the temple burning down. Now, that is ridiculous. Who would kill the great queen of Stromheim? Just because she's a little young and doesn't really know too much doesn't mean that she ought to, well, you know, maybe... Uh... I mean, there are, there are quite a few villains in this world. You know, it's, it's, a shame, it's a shame about the temple, but have you ever visited it? It was a wretched place corrupt with bureaucracy. Perhaps it's for the best that the temple gets a chance to start anew. Well, that is the first sensible thing you've said since you stepped foot in my little village. <clears throat> well, we'll be going then. Thanks for the advice. Yes, mm -hmm. thank you for the information. It's greatly appreciated. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll kind of like flip him a gold coin and say, drink yourself silly before the end of the world. No, sir. Alcohol's the work of demons, he says, and tosses the coin out kind of into the wilderness. <laughs> Get that water All pollute right. in your minds. You're not going to be sensible enough to feel the death coming. <laughs> I, I pass him another gold coin and say, try some green tea. I've, I've heard it works wonders. He'll hold on to it. Right, right, jeez. Funny. Bon, let's go. Head on up the north road. Out of cauldron. I'll, I'll warn the guards before. That's By the way, Malachi, good. how much wealth have you stored in Chester? Oh, I sent it to you last week, but it's quite a lot. Okay, so you... Okay, so, okay that's good, because I, I checked my character sheet and I have 13 gold left. Oh, yeah, no, no. Uh, oh, I do have 290 more in Chester. I'm okay. There was 999 silver, 249 iron... 910 gold, 199 <laughs> platinum, and then an additional 7,848 gold that was shy of <laughs> So <laughs> Poor fucking Jeeves. <laughs> Quite a lot. Yeah, but that's fine, because we got, like, we got the wheelbarrow, so it's, uh, we're all... I'm probably helping with that, actually, because I'm probably the strongest in the group. Yeah. So you guys continue to head up the north road towards yep. Stromheim. Uh, I think we're heading toward Kneecap is the goal here. We're gonna so it's probably up the road towards Stromheim, and then I think... Can, can you see the lake? I, I guess I had to ask that before we left Cauldron. Can you see the lake from the road? No, the lake is like 13 miles. Can you see the tree line? No. Damn. Okay, so I think what we'll do then is just kind of head out in north, like northwest mm -hmm. until we hit that tree line, then head up to the end of the tree line and take a just take a left there sure. and take a straight yeah. west shot to kneecap. Yeah. It, like, there's okay. pretty good landmarks there. I feel like we can get to kneecap without this too much This is a fairly well-settled area. There's a lot of villages around... Okay. Uh, there'll be oh, okay. small trails. It, it's not going to be difficult to get to kneecap. Uh, okay. There will be lots of things around. And since there are so very many refugees on the road, um, all the giant spiders are fed. Um, <laughs> nice. So, you know, no monster attacks. All the, the plebs around you are absorbing those things. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad somebody else has had a run in with spiders. Mm -hmm. God damn. So it takes a few days along the north road until you reach the flatlands and head west, moving from village to village, stopping every now and then to rest because the lands are kind of difficult to tra traverse. There are mm -hmm. some paths here and there, but a lot of time you're just kind of trekking out over open country and you've got your wheelbarrow, which is a little bit difficult. So it takes you um, a lot longer than it normally takes to get somewhere you know you don't have your carriage mm -hmm. or your horses you're going the old style so actually speaking of since days. i can refresh spells uh solipsism is totally legit for that purpose right like i could uh, solipsism my carriage and two horses because we've done it before uh i think so yeah oh, i guess yeah. i'll just i'll solipsism a carriage and two horses okay people were discussing whether the or not the aoe yeah people were discussing whether or not the aoe is like a um a limit to how far it can travel, but I think it's just a limit to its size. 
because it was supposed to be like you can make giant bridges with it mm. so the limit in size was more like you can only cross a chasm of like 800 feet in length at my level because you can only make a bridge that large mm. but I'm pretty sure you're able to like move it there's nothing that says it has to stay in the area of effect I just think that's like a size limit for the illusion right right I agree I agree and I, I you know I've tried not to use it for anything super broken like making a jet plane. <laughs> so after all, saves to believe it. Uh, you can keep making the saves until you believe it, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You just you check Single every attempt round. To believe each round. Yeah, and it lasts for uh, until I go to sleep or I'm struck in combat. I can do other things. I just can't cast other spells. Yeah. So eventually, you guys pass your saves or failure saves or whatever you need to do, and mm -hmm. everyone piles in the phantom carriage. Jeeves gets back into his regular old place. Um, Fanny Kugler joins them up on the front of the carriage, leaving the two of yeah. you in the main compartment. And you take a trek across the flatlands to kneecap. <laughs> so now we're just two floating people in an invisible carriage. Yep. Four floating people. Uh, just like the good old days. Yep. It's an uneventful journey across the flatlands. You stop at a few villages for rest and shelter, maybe. Uh, eventually arriving at Kneecap. The walls to Kneecap are closed. There are armed guards numbering 15 over the gate. Uh, they look at you as you arrive in your visible carriage and try and make their saving throws. <laughs> There's a combination of successes and fails, and the guards immediately set to arguing with each other over what the hell is approaching them. When eventually one of them yeah. decides that, oh my god, it's demon magic, I, and fires well, I was a warning going to say shot. that I'm, I'm going to stop like a good distance from the walls and like jump out of the carriage myself okay. and like walk up on foot. So uh, you walk up, and there's clearly some confusion on the walls, and someone shouts down with a like a cone of paper to amplify his voice. Are you demons? No, it's holy magic. Sorry about that. I understand it's very concerning when you first see it. If you keep trying, you should eventually see the carriage. Think you of it like an optical illusion. The fuck's an optical illusion? I don't know. <laughs> Never heard of that thing. That's a strange thing around us. Anyways, Prove I was wondering. A cleric. Uh, I serve cheese. Feel somebody. I, I... Okay. Is anybody injured? No. <laughs> Can I just stab myself and heal myself? There's some murmuring, and eventually the gate opens a little bit, and one shaky, nervous guard comes out, and he's sweating bullets. Uh, he comes walking out with a spear in both hands, kind of shaking. I'm like, are you injured? <laughs> he kind of pokes his hand on the end of the spear lightly, producing the smallest of cuts that's barely <laughs> dripping any blood. All right. I'll, I'll burn a cure light wounds to take okay. care of it. I don't have Orison. He's got his spear in his hand, ready to stab you should you provoke any <laughs> demon magic on him. But you, you heal his hand. He exhales a deep breath of relief, calls up to the guards that it's okay, he's a real cleric. And they open the gates and let you guys in. All right. Good job, Vaughn. Yep. People tend to be scared of what they don't understand. I don't blame them. Fair. Yes. Given everything that's happening recently. Okay. So you get and into we... Decap. You learn that <laughs> no demons have arrived here yet, but oh, yeah. word of it has spread all over the place, and they are preparing mm -hmm. their defenses. Um, they recognize the two of you for 
powerful casters that you are and mm -hmm. more or less leave you alone or don't ask you what's in your wheelbarrow. Maybe they've seen okay. enough looting already. I do give, some, I, I mentioned that we've had some run-ins with them on the road and I, I give them some uh, some caution. Like we're, like I'll tell them about the, uh, the bowl that spews breath that can turn people to stone and I'll like describe it. Yes, yeah, so I'll be like, you know, take that out from range. If you see it charging at you, make sure you uh, have your archers gun it down before it gets close to anybody. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I just try to give like good strategic advice for these people. Eventually you find yourself near the dock district of Kneecap. Uh, there's this kind of upper area at the top of the cliff where people have gathered and exchanged information about ships and passageways and fares and, you know, moving goods around. And then there's this long switched back staircase that goes down like 130 feet to the canal below where you can actually see uh, a pier built into the side of the cliff and little boats floating on it. You can also see all the way across to Dawngate on the other side. You can't actually see the city itself, but you can see the, the giant cliff on the other side. That would be Dawngate. Um, and there's a, a little port down there that you can see just barely off in the distance. You can make out the colorful flags and sails. Is it relatively easy to book passage? Super easy. They have, okay. you know, shuttles that go back and forth all the time. Uh, no, I think we should just go, should we? Yeah, and like, so we're, we're looking to go to, what was it again? Dongate is what it's called? Yeah. Dongate, uh, you learn that Dongate is open to visitors and travelers, that anyone escaping Aradon heading to Dongate is being charged an exorbitant entry fee into the kingdom of 10 gold per person. Oh, that is practically murder, but I suppose we'll have to make do. I think it's fair, yes. Uh, Fanny, have you got any wealth on you? My husband kept our books. <laughs> I, I think I should be able to swing it to cover for you. Don't worry about it. You well, say hauling you Misty Rapids <laughs> treasury with you. I, I'm, yeah, we're trying to downplay it, Neil. <laughs> okay. It's all copper. <laughs> you easily pay the, the fees, and, the immigration fees, and mm -hmm. make it into Dawngate. All right. Okay. Dawngate so, is like 30% halflings. Uh, they're fucking everywhere. I think I speak halfling. I do speak halfling. Uh, you oh. haven't practiced it once in a year and a half, but damn it, you speak it. <laughs> it's like we we mentioned it that I like Van has a. It's not like he's not like super fluent, but he does speak halfling like well enough to hold a conversation. Sure. Um. So I'm going to try and visit a um, cartographer. I want to try and get a map of the the wilderness between here and Honeyreach. Hmm. Uh, Dongate is a bustling city. It is one of the, I want to say, seven largest uh, population centers in the kingdom. Uh, mm -hmm. Sure enough, you can find a cartographer who will sell you a map of... You you want like a just a map of the area between Dongate and Honeyreach? Yes, so a way so I can um, plot out a course. Yeah. There is a map of the, of the Laconish Highlands out here that you can buy for 10 gold pieces. Fairly detailed. Um, uh-huh. Let's take it off the chest, Sean. Okay. I'm just going to subtract it from what I have on my sheet, and then I'll sure. add all the other wealth later. Like, I've got 290 gold, so I'll just drop I that I mean, we're, we're kind of... Unless you guys run out of money today, I don't think it really matters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we need to make sure that we have a few thousand left over to start our kingdom. 
Right. Oh, we we're gonna. I mean, ha we must have got like another seven thousand or so from Misty Rapids, so we should have about fourteen thousand gold plus all the treasure. So you I think are, we'll be alright. Yeah, you're fairly okay. well. <laughs> Right. Um, and while you're looking and explaining to the <coughs> cartographer what you're doing, he recommends that you get one of the guides that lives in the south side of Dawngate, outside of the towns near the Night River, um, mm -hmm. that will help guide you through the waterways and then through the highlands to Honey Reach. Um, is it is it dangerous? Oh, certainly dangerous, uh, especially for someone of your stature. Uh, what kind of what kind of monsters are we talking about? Ogres, trolls, goblins, all sorts oh. of critters. Oh, don't. I remember those days, don't you, Malachi? Ogres and goblins, yep. Mm -hmm. Trolls can still be uh, an issue. I suppose. I mean, honestly, ogres could be if we gave them a chance to fight back. Yep. <laughs> well, you're certainly <laughs> confident. Uh, but uh, a guide will show you the quickest route, safest route. Sure. Best uh, as possible. Yeah, could you give us some directions to one? Yeah, he there's like a, a guides guild a few blocks over. He gives you directions and a guides guild. What a great like those organizations <laughs> need to exist. Like they're never in role playing games. Why aren't they? There should be. Well, yeah, a guild. So yeah, like a a guide or a guild of guides. People oh, right. like whose yeah. whose sole purpose in life is to just show people where to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's a quick. Pop, skip, and a jump to find the guide and set it across the river. All right, um, so we gather supplies and stuff for the journey. Right, yeah. right. Uh, and why don't we take our break here? Okay. And yeah, why don't we take a break here? When we come back, we'll see what's happening on the other side. Bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the last episode of Hardcore Heroes. So. Um, where did we leave off? We're just about to head out of Dawngate. Exactly. Yeah. So you head out of Dawngate with yeah, your... Yeah, we were, we were given instructions to find, like, a guide. Yes, you find a halfling guide. His name is Ferguson. Okay. He's a, a pudgy little fella. Happy, joyful, uh, does bright he look, smile. Um, does he look like he knows his way around a fight? No. Okay. Absolutely not. He's got really soft, pudgy hands, big belly... Is uh you know he's kind of got that baby fat on his legs where they kind of look mm -hmm. kinda, uh like balloons stuck together, um, but he's he's an adorable fellow. He's got a, a happy attitude. He's okay. got a little um what do you call it? What's the like the handheld arc accord accordion that's really small? Uh, it starts with a C. It's, uh, uh, bald. I don't know. I'm I'm lost. Oh, concertina. Yes, a concertina. Uh, okay. He's got a concertina with him, and uh, <laughs> he plays and sings as you guys walk. How okay. pleasant. I, yeah, I think at one point Val will be like, you know, I'm, I'm surprised. I was led to believe that the, the way south is quite dangerous. I'm surprised oh, they... Uh, quite certainly indeed. And you're, you're willing to brave it. Well... I would, I would have imagined only you know a seasoned fighter would have uh, risked running into ogres or other sorts of monsters. He stops and the whole journey and looks at you well, to be honest, uh, you look like you can take handle an ogre. Uh, and if you can't, well, uh, I know all the places to hide, and you won't fit. So I, <laughs> I'm i not too worried about myself, just about you guys. But you know fair the point. dangers, so uh, I suppose, good luck. I, I, I suppose that's a fair point. You, uh, I hear halflings are quite adept at 
uh, matters of stealth. Quite good at not being seen when they don't want to. Kind of deadpans you. Way to embrace the racial stereotypes, buddy. <laughs> I, I don't mean to speak out of turn. I, I say it like shot back in half. No, that's right. Yeah, all we halflings. We're just thieves and rogues going around stealing shit and hiding. I know the stereotype. I was just hoping a intelligent, educated man like yourself would be above that, but I see that we're not quite there yet. I, I, I didn't mean... I wasn't implying No, it's fine. Thievery. It's fine. You come I, I from an area without halflings, I, I understand. I, I meant you because you're rather small in stature. You can fit into many hiding places that larger people can't. I think we all know what you meant. <laughs> Is this at halfling, though, this, this chat? Probably. I meant the racial ability yeah. in basic D&D that says halflings have a 5 and 6% chance, or a 5 and 6 chance of not being spotted if they stand still, mm. okay? I wasn't being racist. <laughs> so, how long does this journey take, uh... Frederick? Sorry, what did you say your name was? Oh, he's already forgotten my name. Typical giant. Ferguson. 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 Thank right. you. Chill out, Ferguson. Goes back to playing his concertina. Um, yeah. There are no <laughs> encounters along the way. You make it up the Night River, through the Laconish Highlands, to a, a very small little village at the... Not, uh, not quite at the mouth of the, the Heart River, but near the top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, where you can book passage on a large raft. This is where Ferguson leaves you, and he heads back to Dawngate while you guys take this raft down the Heart River to Honey Reach, which is such a sweet little town. It's like 95% halflings. There are a few mm -hmm. humans wow. cruising about. Um, there's one tavern that is sized for humans as well. There's like a side door that is human-sized, and a Maybe like a 20% of the building that has a, a taller roof and some bigger tables and chairs. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, That's cool. So you're pretty much cordoned off to this one section of town. Okay. There are a few other travelers here, and they give you uh, a look of welcome relief as somebody <laughs> not halfling size shows up. I um, I think I, I want to speak to one of the halflings in town and ask, like, you know, we're we're quite close to Drekus, Drex's borders. How uh? How does Mistrea get along with get along with its neighbor? Mm. Well, I'm from Drekus. And I gotta say, tensions have been lax. Uh ever since Mistrea fell under control of that damn dragon there, they've uh, kinda sucked at everything. Huh. Yep. How do you mean sucked? Well the uh, most of their wealth goes to paying fees. You know, the dragon right. demands a certain amount of gold every year, and so the wealth of the nation spent fattening up the dragon. That means, uh, you know, they, they haven't been putting much pressure politically or militarily on anyone, and they're slowly collapsing like a flan in the cupboard. And then the dragon will just leave and leech up someone else. Probably not. Dragon will just stick around forever until it conquers the world or until a great hero arises. To destroy it. The damn shame. And, Desmond's retired. And claim that, that massive mountain of gold that the dragon's likely stacked up at this point. Mm -hmm. I imagine I imagine the dragon will last for a while, but not, not for lack of trying. Uh, tell me about it. You guys look like just the sort of heroes that might go fight a dragon. Why aren't you doing it? Uh, we have we have other business at the moment. That's you know, that's many years in the future. I fighting dragons isn't really something that you take lightly. Oh. If I'd wanted to fight a dragon, I would have stayed at home. <laughs> That's true. I heard. I heard about your run-in with the shadow dragon, Malachi. Yeah, that wasn't a comment on my wife. <laughs> I never thought it would be. I yeah, I hope be the not. Married type. Um, 
So what's your interest with Drekus? Oh, we were traveling in that direction. Why for? Eridon's fucked up. There's no point in staying there anymore. What do you mean? Did you not hear that demons have been swarming across Eridon, leveling entire towns? He gives you an unlikely look. Uh-huh. <sighs> really? Head up to Dongate. You'll likely hear plenty about it there. Well, that's where I'm headed. Uh, making right. my way to Stromheim eventually. Demons, I'd be very, very careful on the road. It's, yeah. uh... I'll, like, go into describing a little bit of them. Like, I leave out the shadow plane and some of the more, like, sure. really tall tales, <laughs> but I, um... You know, I talk about how there's there's demons leveling entire towns, how there's, like, a bull demon who can turn people to stone with its breath. Give me a charisma check, please. All right. Ooh! All right, he believes your story in full uh, and decides right. to change his course. He's not going to Dawn Gate. He's not going to Stromheim. He's headed back to Drekus. To Good call. Perhaps you want to... Uh, would you like to split the road with us? Sounds great. I could, uh... You... Excuse me, it, use some company. Yeah, we could we could use a guide. I've never been to Drekus before myself. Good country. Great open forests. Wonderful wildlife. I, I personally prefer the western uh, Drekus. Mm -hmm. you know, Iron Ridge is where I'm from originally. Whaler's Sweet. Bay, if you've ever heard of it. Whaler's Bay. Oh, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I is saw that on the map the other day. Quiet? Yeah. No. No. Uh, a lot of dwarves, and those fuckers are loud. What kind of town should we look for, Vaughn? Oh, dwarves. Well, without so many dwarves. dwarves. Wait, did yeah, you let's... say you don't even know where you're going? No, that's why we were... I was hoping you could uh, you could guide us. Oh. Drekus was a bit of a last-minute decision. Originally, we thought Akuba, but that seemed like far too much work. No, don't go... Fucking Akuba. Have you... Do you guys know about what Akuba did to us about on Drekus? I, I, we know nothing Let about Let me tell Akuba. you the tale. <laughs> All right. It was the year something, 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 something. And he begins to tell you the story about how Drekus and Akuba used to be somewhat allies... And then they launched this surprise attack that overran one of Drekus's uh, towns. But not only that, the town, the the, the Draconian town, uh, actually like capitulated and gave in, and kind of like ended up being a, a semi-capital here for the invading Akuban army. And they like swept across half of Drekus uh, until they overstretched their supply lines, and Drekus got their shit together. And you know, a big nasty war that has since everly ever uh, has since bitterly divided the two kingdoms. Uh, they have a terrible, terrible relationship. It's like the United States and Russia um, hmm. during the Cold War. So Sounds like a fool decision to invade a kingdom you're not, you're not strong enough to overtake in full. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, fucking Akubans. They can't be trusted. Their language sounds like a series of duck quacks, if you believe it. And, uh, you know, that, that was part of the reason we chose Drekus. We didn't have, want to have to learn a whole new language. Fucking Okoban, man. Do they, do they not wah, speak common? Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Some of them, but they don't speak it very well. They sound like a drunk duck. Waka waka. Waka. <laughs> uh, perhaps like we you made, made the right call with Drekus after all. Yeah. You said there were lots of dwarves in Whalers Bay. Mm, mostly Crublin and Cronwick, but the whole Iron Ridge, uh, heavy mm. dwarven population. Perhaps not the best you... place for you, Malachi. Yeah, let's let's avoid the dwarves. Where else do you recommend? Somewhere maybe a bit. I, mean, I don't know. Are you looking for a bustling town, Van? Do you? 
Do you want to? No elves for me. The, uh... there, there's no. There, there. You don't have a large elf population in Drekus, do you? Not a single one. Excellent. Sure sounds like my kind of country. Any temples, maybe, that need a new, uh, a new head cleric? My friend here, looking for a job. I don't mean to, uh, I don't mean to overstate my status, but I am quite an experienced cleric. Mm-hmm. I've seen my fair share of travels. Well, I can't pretend I know everything about every town. Uh, I guess this is probably while you guys are on the road now. Like, maybe the next mm-hmm. day you guys are having this discussion yep. while traveling. Uh, uh, I guess the the real question is, do you want to live in a forest, or do you want to, you know, see this open sky all the time? Hmm. You know, I I quite like forests myself, really? but I'm not I'm not sure about not sure about Malachi. Uh, you guys know the the legend of Des, Desmond the Dashing, greatest <laughs> hero to ever cross into uh, Arcadia. Can't say that I have. Well, he's the sort of fellow that won't take down that dragon in Matava, except he's retired, so... Hmm. He, he killed the black dragon once in the Deepwood Swamp. Impressive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hear red dragons can be quite a bit more nasty than their, their black cousins, though. Well, yeah, that certainly is true. Still, though, a fine task. Mm-hmm. Sure, slaying any dragon is a, a feat worthy of song. Mm-hmm. Well, he lives in Berkshire, if you want to go associate with him. Uh, he's the, uh, the sort of heroic type that you might get along with. Another Tyrus Bellows, you say? Yeah, I think I'd li- I like to be a big fish in a small pond rather than the alternative. It's true. Pernissus, then. Harder Pernissus. to get a smaller pond than Pernissus, or Rencor. Either way. I, I, don't think, I don't think too small of a pond is necessary. We're not, we're not exactly... What's up? I, I think we can handle a like. pond, not necessarily a puddle is what we're looking for. I like living by the coast though. Bontheris, is that nice this time of year? It's alright. Not a bad place. Old Modan, right? Mm-hmm. Easy. Explore explore those mountains. What about Hirschwick? That's also on the coast. Yeah. Let me tell you something about Drekus here. If it begins or ends in a wick, it's a county capital. Ah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for Outlast. Uh, that's also a county capital. They <clears throat> used to be called Tulwick until the Akubans came in. Then they, you know... Huh. That's when, they, that's when the people in Tulwick... No, 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 no. They were forced to take the name change after the war. It's oh, a, a sign of their shame. Yeah. I see. Does uh, Bontheris uh, trade with uh, New Fort and the rest of Aradon. Mm-hmm. Maybe Pretty trading do... port. I think maybe we should go to Bontheris, Van, and if uh, things were to settle down in the future, maybe we could... Sell that? Yeah. Sure. That doesn't sound too bad. We can go and see the, the Lord there. Maybe he's looking for a wizard or a priest. See if doesn't sound like a bad idea. Him. Do you know much about Bontheris? Well, I guess it is kind of a small pond, after all. Yep. Mm-hmm. It won't be after we move in, though. Uh, nice walled town. Mm-hmm. You uh, know, I think walls is what uh, led to Shirebrook's doom, Malachi. Their with, walls, with walls led to their doom? No, there were no walls. I think that's what mm, did it. That, uh, that'll yeah. do it, man. Didn't help. Yeah. 
Bontheris is good. It's a little remote, you know, hard to get to. You gotta go by boat, or you gotta cross the Green Ridge, and, you know, right. there's a lot of hobgoblins and ogres in the Green Ridge. Uh, difficult territory. Bontheris also has a, a large goblin problem to the south. Uh, it's oh, kind we, of a nasty place. A lot of monsters cruising <laughs> around that area. Uh, we are quite adept at killing goblins. That sounds like somewhere where we could be of help. Well, if you think you could want to go murder all sorts of goblins and hobgoblins and ogres, Bontheris might be your place to go. Uh, swarming with monsters are the hills and forests around them. But, we uh, went there, we, we helped clear some stuff out, we might be able to win some favor with the local lord. That's true. Ourselves up nice. Yes, if we if we farm a few few hundred, few thousand monsters, I might eventually hit level 9. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that sounds uh, reasonable. Sure, I'd say either that. Kershwick is also an option because that's so close to everything else. We could easily head out into eastern eastern Drekus or over to yeah. Wick Thro how do you, how do you pronounce your capital's name? I Wick Thronrorenta. Wick Thronrorenta. Yeah. Okay. Wick Thronrorenta. It well, has the, I, the I, same I, cadence as Constantinople, the mythical <laughs> city from another land. You ever played Humans and Houses? <laughs> yeah, I played that one. <laughs> That was good. Um, yeah, well, I, I mean, my vote's for Bontheris. I think it's got the monsters, it's a smaller pond, and um, we can head back to Newfort or Shirebrook if we were to ever need to. It would be... we still don't know. Sure. I, 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 I have no complaints with Bontheris. Marvelous. Uh, well, then my halfling friend will accompany you to Old Vodan. I think this guy's a human. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, marvelous. Okay. All right. He leads you through East Vodan to Old Vodan, telling you the history of the area along the way. Mm -hmm. uh, a long time ago, there was a Voldonian Empire that was kind of sprouted around this open plainsland, uh, at least until you know the world split apart and Doom came to Arcadia. And then Vodan kind of went by the wayside as Drekus rose and Matava rose. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Mistrea rose. Um, so Old Vodan's the old capital of this long-lost empire. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a very old city. It's the oldest place that you've been to. It's even, you know, the stonework is all ancient. Um, looks like the new constructions are all made out of wood. Uh, the population's fairly low, considering the size and, I want to say, wealth of the city, but like wealth of architecture and wealth of stability more than uh, economic wealth. Grancha. Uh, yeah, that's the right word. The grandeur of the city. You know, mm -hmm. it's like yeah. if you were visiting Rome in the medieval period, sort of yeah. thing. Okay. Um, then he bids his farewell. He says he's going to take uh, a trip to Ralwick, then down to Kirschwick, and then over to Wickthorn Rorenta. Uh, and you guys can take a boat down the River Voden to Bontheris. Be there in two All days. Right. Uh, not even sure. Be there in a day. Has Jeeves and uh, Fanny sort of started holding hands yet, or...? Jeeves is 70-something and Fanny's in her 40s. Oh, right. So, Still, uh... no. That's not a thing that's happening right now. Okay. How long are we sailing per day? Basically, just in case, because I, I have very bad experience with sailing on rivers now. <laughs> and uh, I think my water breathing lasts for eight hours, and I can cast it on multiple people. Um, well, it's going to be like 20-something hours on a boat, so you're going to need at least three castings of it to get through, maybe four. Okay, that's fine. I, I can do that. So I'm going to burn Wind Servant, because I don't think we're going to need Cloud Kill. Uh... <laughs> Hopefully not. 
<laughs> All right, so I take water breathing times three, and uh, I guess if I have water breathing and free action, I don't really need water walk, so I'll take tree. I'll just go and post my spells in chat really fast. I need one more. I'll just do a third cure mother wounds that I have five there. All right, so here are my spells, just in case there's a random encounter. But yeah, I'm going to take a bunch of water breathing. Oh, that's that's Twitch chat. <laughs> Alright, so I take a bunch of water breathing spells and I just cast it on. Let me see how many people I can cast it on here. Cheese spells. Water breathing. An hour per level. Oh, it's one creature. So I guess I just cast it on myself. Yeah, we'll be alright. Water start. walking is the one that has an AoE. Yeah, so I, I just put water breathing on myself because last time I just chilled on a boat for a while. You flipped it over with lizard men and I almost drowned. Yep. So is it all we just do 20 hours straight on a boat, or is it like the boat docks at night? Uh, it stops at a few villages along the way, and so it spends one night docked at a village, and okay. then uh, the next... Okay, yeah, so I guess you don't need three, three so I can do it once. like two, yeah. yeah. So I'll take two, and then I'll keep water walking as well, along with tree. As we're, as we're going down the, the river one day, I'll take a deep breath, breathe in the earth, the air, and say, you know, it's actually quite nice to not be worrying about Shirebrook or... Stromheim or... It's a bit Malkis. liberating. It's just nice and... Uh, it's like the good old days. We're just traveling around. Not to worry about masters of our own fortune. And this was a good decision. I agree. Oh, man. Those... You know... I, I remember we had those those thoughts of... We can just banish Malchus back to... Back to wherever he once came. But... Well... <laughs> Whether he did it on purpose or not, Gale kind of ensured that uh, Marcus got his way. That's true. I suppose we lost this one. Perhaps we were a bit arrogant, thinking we could best a deity. Well, we never really had much of a choice. I mean, That's true. This thing was going on around us. I'm not really sure if we were ever really in a position to stop it. Those, uh, <sighs> yeah. Who cares, anyway? Drekka seems nice. A bit more stable. I bet we could exert some influence in this place. I'm sure before long there'll be all sorts of troubles in Drekka's. Nothing to do with us, I'm sure, but... Absolutely nothing <laughs> at all. We do seem to have trouble following us around. <laughs> do you know of any, any towns near Bon Theris that might have a, a scimitar ready to be stolen? Uh, no one on your boat knows of any of that, of course. Uh, but it's a, a nice, pleasant journey down the river. Uh, yeah, you go through this wonderful forested area. Uh, what is it? It's early winter. No, it's midwinter now, so the trees have all lost their leaves, and there's uh, but there's no snow clinging to anything. It's just kind of a nice crispness, dryness to the air. Mm -hmm. uh, the temperatures are cool, but not too cold. And you see some interesting things in the water, some crocodiles, a hippopotamus, maybe. You're not sure. You've never seen one before, but someone tells you it's a hippo, so you believe it. Okay. Um, and you pass a few villages, stopping off at every other one to deliver some supplies or let a person off the boat before making your way all the way down to the walled town of Bontheris. Uh, it has as its access points the ocean, the river, and a road that comes over Green Ridge. You guys make it into what seems to be your new home. Yeah. 
I mean, we have a lot of gold, and that was actually... I was going to suggest we just buy a house outright, Malachi. Well, would you rather have our own place rather than uh, live with the... the I'm going to be honest. After, after years of doing it, I'm quite done with living in temples, and I'm not sure if we've... Uh, I feel like if we have our own property, we might be a little bit more like to be listened to by the nobility. Yeah, all right. They do prefer property owners. Yeah. Why don't we see if we can find some lord willing to sell us an estate? Maybe there's uh, someone with a spare one going, we can offer him a good price, something like that. Sure, perhaps we could even have one built. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Yeah, maybe we could rent for a while. Why don't we uh, find the fanciest, maybe there'll be a bar where some of the nobles drink and we can... Yeah, we're gonna look into. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll start talking around and asking about buying property. All right, let's get a room first so we can drop off uh, finding Jeeves and the the wealth. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so you'll drop off Fanny and Jeeves at this room, and Malachi and Van Helsing set about to buying their sweet bachelor pad <laughs> of a uh, estate somewhere yeah. in Bontheris. You want yeah, something, something with like the, a decent, the town decent walls? amount of land. Yeah, in, in town walls. We want like, I, I assume when you said estate, you wanted like a decent amount of land to it. Like not yeah. just a house on a lane, yeah, but like yeah. its own its own area. Yeah. For experiments and stuff. And yeah. oh, and an underground dungeon. Also, plus then we'd have room to like expand it if you wanted to build a library or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that's probably where we will leave our heroes is uh, going property shopping together in <laughs> Bontheris. All right. Uh, ah. And I think that just about wraps up Hardcore Heroes. Uh, just a little bit more of epilogue. Uh, Fanny goes off and eventually finds someone else and remarries. Uh, lives happily ever after with this new person, at least unless you guys get involved and start making a mess of things. No, I was I was just going to say, I think Nick was expecting Jeeves and her to uh, have something going. They, they yeah, don't. It, it okay. never happens between them. It's a shame. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Jeeves uh, goes into retirement, realizes he doesn't really have anywhere to go, and decides to retire as your butler for your estate. All right. Um, so Chief semi-retirement. Of Chief of staff, yeah. maybe, yeah. <laughs> Um, and the Maybe two... we can build a horse racing uh, truck around the city. Ooh, yeah. We could, we could look into investing. Ooh, that could be like a business. We run it. That's how we make yeah, money. Yeah. Maybe. Jeez. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> um, and that's about it. Uh, yeah. Do you have any thoughts of epilogue for your characters? I know this might not be the last time we've run into you. Yeah, I want this to be like... I guess a hiatus or a break, not so much the end of the... Because uh, I don't think Van would retire from adventuring. No. Right. Like, so, I think he's a little more open to planting his planting his roots and getting, like, a house and stuff like that, but let's, uh, let's yeah. pass on the whole... I, he, he wouldn't hang up the sword. This is an indefinite hiatus. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We will hopefully come back to these characters one time in the future, but for now, as you're putting down your roots and building some buying up some territory. What are your plans want, for going forward? Uh, one thing from when we come back, Van wants to look into some information on this dragon living in, in Dragon Peak, and the potential for killing that red dragon and hmm. liberating Estrella. But nice. I think he wants to like sort of subtly, like he doesn't go, hey, I'm going to kill that red dragon. He just kind of like wants to kind of quietly put some, some feelers out. Like maybe he pays somebody to get him information. Yeah. Kind of keep it a little bit more discreet. Looking into... 
dragons and their thing. Yeah. So that's fair. Uh, what about you, Malachi? What are you interested uh, in doing? I'm going to start building up a library, stuff like that. I want to help out with problems around the town. So, like, you know, convince Van to help me go and slay some monsters for the Lord. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. Build a trust up of the Lord and maybe uh, get a way to sort of being able to speak into his ear, become a, a trusted advisor, sort of working doing roots around this town, gaining personal power. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to say what I'll do without knowing what actually happens because I think Malachi is very uh, emotionally driven sometimes by events. So if he gets betrayed by someone, that could <laughs> that person could be exploded by like ten magic missiles. But yeah. Well, uh, that is it for hardcore heroes. But it's time to talk about our where where this is going. Because this is not it for this team. Um, I have been throughout the week teasing this new thing that we've been calling Project F. Uh, and that is going to be a new campaign that we're going to run. The cast will be those present here, Sean and Nick, as well as our old friend Croak, uh, Georg, not Georg, uh, Greg, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Georg as Ryan, but not as Georg. So we'll have Sean, Nick, Ryan, and Greg for the new cast of a new show called Project F. It is going to be uh, an Arctic exploration. We're still working on the name. I was hoping to have it released right now, but we, we haven't quite decided on it. I think we're working between the Frozen Frontier and the Caledonian Expedition or the Caledonian Frontier... Or yeah. something like that. Um, and that's going to be our new show. It'll probably start in a couple of weeks. We still need to flesh out some things for it before we can make characters and launch that. So stick around. It's going to be pretty sweet. It's going to be good. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, same. That's. I think part of it was having like plans going forward. Because you know, I, I didn't want to retire Hardcore Heroes on, on the prospect of like... like I, I enjoyed being on the show. But yeah, I think right. having like plans for another another fun campaign going forward was definitely a big. I, I'm excited for what's coming forward. That, that's why I was willing to uh, put this on hiatus. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think we should probably do maybe a little bit of Q and A. Does anyone in chat have any questions for our surviving heroes who have made it? Forty uh, episodes. Forty, 40 episodes. episodes. Wow, more than I. If you count the other side. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, forty something. I think this is your longest not dicing with death campaign. Yeah, because I know the original role play ended on thirty nine. <laughs> that was where they all died. Did it really? Yeah, it was. That's episode it. 39. Only thirty nine. Thirty nine. Really? Those guys are suck. <laughs> <laughs> what, what level were they? They weren't level nine, were they? they were level seven. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, Zanzel had polymorph other, so I think that was level seven. Oh, that was that was a uh, solemn. That went much longer. That got to like oh, okay. 35. So I guess if you include Solemn, that was about 70-something weeks. Oh, yeah, okay. it doesn't count, though. It's two, two different things. Yeah. So uh, let's do some questions from chat. Uh, is Van going to save Georg? So I talked to Neil about that. I had a plan for this session, but um, in the interest of like you know actually having this be the last episode, uh, I was advised against it that it would not end well for either Georg <laughs> or me. <laughs> Uh, I was going to ask the gold dragon. I was going to offer him both the king and queen's crowns if it uh, if it cast stone to flesh on Georg and brought him back to life. 
Um, I do want to look into that as a long-term thing. If we can find a high-level wizard to do that, I did promise to like return a favor to Georg. So if we can, if we can turn him back to flesh. Well, you also future... promised to return with food and supplies for the people stuck on the no, shadow no, no, realm. Yeah, so. but like, uh, <laughs> I um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like Van. That, that, yeah, I mean, we did try, and then Georg died, so there wasn't much we could do about it. Uh, which NPC does Malachi and Van miss the most? Malachi? Miss the most. Yeah, which uh -huh. NPCs do you miss? Oh, that's easy. Uh, Wolf and Bear. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> John? Oh, that's for both of us? Um, yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I Darth. I... Oh yeah, Darth. I'm actually going to go with Darth myself. Yeah. I, I liked him a lot, and I was kind of sad when he when he left the party. That moment when we were, I was outside the the werewolf cave, and mm -hmm. Darth had agreed to go in and try and get the spellbook. <laughs> I so thought he was going to be dead, but when he actually came back and he'd gone, yeah, that was I I res I don't know very many instances of like somebody telling an NPC to do a quest for them and the NPC successfully <laughs> doing the quest. Yeah, like I I like Darth a lot. I, I yeah, do actually listen cool. as a character. Right. Uh, let's see. Will Malachi take the huge shortcut of trying to steal Georg's library? It's a risky uh, yeah. one. I'd have to go back for it, wouldn't I? Uh, I did think about his spellbooks. Were his spellbooks still in Misty Rapids Keep? Or his spellbooks were in his deep pockets. Yeah, so that's all lost. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I know where his library is. I also know where that library outside the Griffins power thing was as well mm -hmm. so i know where books are if i need them but um i'm kind of hoping that there'll be some wizard in town in in bontheris that i can usurp take his tower take his library maybe gets visited by a troll who knows mm. uh another question for van helsing are you ever going to go back and try and resurrect kine can we even make it back there <laughs> like that's, that's pretty deep into the shadow plane i think he's probably been eaten as well at this point like I, I, I think Kine might be a uh, a lost cause, unfortunately. Georg might be if we wait too long on it. So that, that is actually something we could talk after the after the show is whether or not. Because if we can find like a high level wizard willing to do it for some uh, for some fat loot, then might then might offer them the crowns. That'll have to be a storyline for another day. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Will Malachi and Van try and get another roaming gnome companion? Rhyming gnome companion? I don't think so. No, <laughs> didn't work out that well for the last one. Yeah, I, I find I think the humans in our groups tend to do the best out of everyone. Yeah, all the all the demi humans die off in like a, a couple sessions. Like we lost the gnome and the dwarf really really quick. Real fast. Was that there was that elf wizard in Redport? Yeah, but he them. didn't join us. No, but I quite like an elf wizard to be quite cool to know because they've been around for ages. That's true. Like, no good things. Will Van ever find out that Malachi is really evil? Ooh, that's a good question. I feel that's like, like if Van it. starts like, or if if Malachi starts summoning armies of undead, Van's gonna have to start dispelling armies of undead. <laughs> but um, I actually don't know. Like. I, I think in the entirety of Hardcore Heroes, I cast Detect Evil once, and that was to see if people were, like, if the demons that were possessing people radiated evil. So maybe not, as long as he doesn't do anything too crazy. I don't cast uh, No Alignment very often. I kind of feel like um, when I said that bit before about being on the river and 
the pressures of being an Aerodon being gone. I think a lot of what was driving Malachi to doing worse and worse things was the the outside pressure of events threatening to take away like power and, and wealth and sort of feeling the world closing in around him so he had to like break out massively. So I think maybe he has a bit like a fresh start. Maybe we can go back to how we were before when I wasn't thinking about taking over the world and summoning <laughs> armies of undead, but who knows as time passes on and things get boring again, maybe head out into the woods. Does yeah. Malachi continue to see visions of Aldric? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I, like I said, I, I think trying to leave some of that behind me now, maybe. Uh, maybe it goes away for a little while and then starts coming back. I, I think the visions of Aldric are kind of representative of that line of thinking that um, you need to like no one else is going to do anything for you and you don't owe anything to anyone else and you just need to take what you want. So maybe so maybe a temporary piece from the, the yeah. visions of Aldric until you get a little bit bored and yeah, they start coming back and you see his face in the crowd or a note yeah. in a ledger that's <laughs> impossible and couldn't be there or a puddle of water at the foot of your bed. Yeah, I think that, that's cool. I like that. Mm. Uh, let's see. Has Van or Malachi done anything that they regret? Uh, there was that time when we stole Harvest Moon and Van tossed like a coin out in the hall to lure away the cockatrice. I never really talked about it in game, but in character, I think Van kind of regrets doing that because I, I think he kind of realizes that he got some innocent people killed by tossing that coin out. Because like stealing stealing the scimitar was kind of just like oh yeah fuck these people they don't I, they don't need harvest moon more than I do but when it when it kind of hit his when it kind of hit him that he had, he got a few innocent guards killed by tossing that coin out in the hall I think that probably was uh, an action he regrets yeah um, how about you Malachi it's a tough one I don't know if I really regret killing Aldrich <laughs> definitely regret- so I, I think maybe I regret killing Tyrus a little bit now that after what happened with Georg in the portal, like I know, I know in out of game, I know that Ryan or Georg had nothing to do with it. But I think in game, if you look at it from Malachi's point of view, a lot of evidence sort of pointing against Georg that this whole time he was kind of never really my friend and kind of like even helping with the dragon. If his goal was to get me to go through the portal so he could leave it open, then it makes sense that he'd help kill the dragon. And then he lied about Malchus in the in the the ridge and he left the portal open you know he'd been there before and um and yeah he still did that i feel like he should have known better and then he's got this amulet that he's obviously something to do with malchus that he's real cagey about telling me especially when all of this is happening because of malchus and you know i, I he's roasted mm-hmm. power so quickly i think there's a lot of evidence pointing against him so i think the decision to kill tyrus when it came down to a confrontation between them two maybe he chose the wrong side but then again, Gaug was probably going to win that fight, so <laughs> probably chose the right side, actually. Uh, did you ever stop being afraid of your character dying? Only on an encounter-by-encounter basis. Like, um, I, I was never really... I remember going into like pretty much every single week being like, God damn, this could be the week where I, where I die and <laughs> I'm off the show. But um, I do know that, like... I remember at one point we ran into some ogres and I had like some flashbacks for a second about that time that we fought ogres and almost died. 
and I had like an ogre hit me for 18 damage with a spear he chucked from 200 yards away and yeah. almost one shot me. But then Malachi just fireballed them and they all ran away. And it was like, there were, there were times where I wasn't very scared on an encounter basis, but I wouldn't say there was ever really a week that I went into without at least a little bit of concern about that. There was definitely a shift at some point. I'm trying to think what it was from being terrified of every single encounter mm-hmm. to feeling like generally random encounters will probably be all right with. I think it was probably after the Chimera battle because we were pretty scared yeah. fighting that were-rat. You and Croak almost died. You both dropped oh, yeah, to one was, during that, that was fight. really close. Uh, and then the Chimera almost killed me. Mm-hmm. Like there, I would say probably a little bit after the Chimera battle because we got some good XP off that. We we started leveling pretty quick after that. Yeah, I think that's probably true. There was a, that whole period when it was just me and you after Croak died. I think we got a lot more powerful during that, that yeah. period. That was also like I, I was really sad when Croak died because he was kind of like the. Um, Van was like the the de jour leader of the group, but Croak uh, was kind of like the de facto leader. He was pulling all the strings. So I was a yeah. little concerned when he died, but I was really happy with where like the relationship between Man- Van and Malachi went on a roleplay level. Yeah, yeah, me too. I would say Croak's death was probably one of the most influential moments of the campaign. Yeah. yeah, I think it was like scary going into it, but it was A, like a really good way for that character to go and also just did good things for the show in the long run. A really good way for him to die, I thought. I think mm-hmm. it made like loads of sense in, in terms of his character. Um, what was your favorite battle, or the one that you enjoyed the most in some regard? I always go back to thinking about the uh, the hobgoblin fight on that island yeah. when we when we landed on that island, and that giant like big hobgoblin woman walked out, and she had like the big club, and I remember just saying like we're dead, it's over, <laughs> and like it it hit the guy god whoever that sailor was with us and just crunched his skull in for like 11 damage Mm. and she took a swing at me and i was like it's all over it's just it's the end but i remember like the the relief that just kind of like hit me when it was like and it clatters off your shield (laughs) that you like narrowly bring up in time i was like that that was a really intense battle for me yeah that's where corny died died that was later That was the start of the was next it? week. No, that was... I mean, it was in that in the whole Hobgoblin Island thing. Yeah, it was in that, that area, but I think he was alive, or he had already yeah. died for the, uh, the yeah. fight with the big Hobgoblin lady. Corny mm-hmm. died in the forest when we were trying to set an ambush on the beach, and then mm-hmm. after the, we attacked and the fight went bad, we ran to the beach, and they didn't follow us, so we set up camp there, and then mm-hmm. they attacked us in the night. As I we, see. As we were waiting, yeah. Yeah, I remember you tried to cast Sanctuary to avoid the Hobgoblin killing you. Yeah, which I, I misread that spell. What, what I was thinking was that I could like keep her attention, but she also wouldn't be able to attack me. Mm. But uh, yeah. it didn't work because she passed her save. And it wouldn't have yeah. anyways, because it says that if you pass, they just ignore your existence. Yeah. All right. I missed that. Um, is there anything you wish you would have done during the campaign? Anything that you regret not doing? Hmm. Or a direction you regret not taking, or you know, maybe not regret. Maybe that's too strong of a word. But... Yeah, I've got one. I think giving the resurrection scroll to Joris. Maybe we should have tried to resurrect Crook. At the time, it was too scary to try and go against Joris because he was such a high level wizard. I might have tried to pull the wool over his eyes, but I got like the the direct thing from Cheese that was like, sometimes the best thing you can do is to honor your agreements. And I yeah. think that was. I, I, I was thinking, like, if, if Georg died from being turned back to flesh, Van would probably burn the raised dead since he did promise to resurrect, like, to, you know, help return the favor for saving his life. That Van might have committed, like, a potentially heretical act 
in in the interest of like honoring his agreement. Mm. But um, something that I regret not doing. Yeah. Hmm. Or or direction you might have wanted to take your character that you didn't take. Um. I think regret's too strong for it. Is there something you would have liked to have done that you didn't get a chance to do, or oh. you missed your opportunity to do? Uh, you you go first, Nick. Yeah, apart from the resurrection of uh, Croak with the scroll, I would have liked to explore necromancy, but it just didn't make. Well, I only I only got it last episode, and it doesn't make sense right now to go around resurrecting uh, skeletons. But I, I've got some experiments. I mean, I think I can go out into the woods, cast monster summoning, fireball them, and then cast animate mm -hmm. dead on them. You can do that a few times, start getting a feel for how it works. You know, but. Yeah, I um, I'd say my regret. I kind of wish we got into some more faction-based stuff because Van has some some like <laughs> weapons of mass destruction for spells when it comes to like large-scale stuff. Like he can't throw fireballs, but I can sink entire ships with some of my spells. Like mm -hmm. I can cast lower water and just it, it literally sucks a ship into a whirlpool. And I I looked it up because it said putting them at risk, but didn't go into details. Whirlpools are really deadly for ships, and it, they'd be stuck in it for seventy minutes. Like that ship would probably sink. So I, I do kind of regret not getting into some of the... Um, I think there were some really good warfare-based spells that I could have used that could have caused some, uh, some pretty big destruction and also would have been really fun to see. And so I kind of regret not ever going down that, that path. Hmm. Um, having survived Hardcore Heroes all the way through <clears throat> and looking back on it from this end, how do you feel about the mechanic of players leaving the show when their character dies? Please let it end. <laughs> My heart can't take much more. It was a great idea for Hardcore Heroes, but goddamn, I don't know. I don't know how much more that I can take. Like, I, I do. I think Hardcore Heroes was a great idea, and it was kind of swingy because it could have just ended with us all dying in the first session. Yeah. But uh, I think it worked out really well. Like, I, I think, think it was. Like... Sorry, go on. Oh, I, I just think that the, the permadeath mechanic really fit this particular show really well. I liked it. And. Because Malachi is a selfish character, I, I feel like the, the permadeath rule forces you as a player, really, to play your character extremely selfishly because you don't want to die. So it makes mm -hmm. sense to be a, a selfish character. But I think if you're trying to be the, the hero, like, you know, in-game sometimes the hero is going to say, like, you guys run, I'll hold back the monsters, and I'll mm -hmm. die here. But you're never really going to want to do that if you've got this permanent death mechanic because then you're off the show, so... It's okay for, for Malachi, right? Because I just like, fuck them, I'll turn invisible and leave. I'm not going to die here. <laughs> but like, if, you're, if you are trying to play the great hero, I think maybe it would it would go against that a little bit. See, I, I actually like, because I tried to play Van Helsing as a fairly good person, but I think a mix of like opportunism and not wanting to be off the show kind of... I, I think Van was an imperfect good person, right? And I, I think that's always a really fun good person to play. Somebody who tries to do the right thing, but sometimes just uh, do, doesn't do that because because something got in the way some sort of conflicting feeling won them over. And I, I enjoy playing characters like that. Uh, what is each of your characters' best moment in the show? Mm. A lot of them. Yeah. What are uh, you most pleased with or proud, made proud by or just your favorite aspect of your character? One of my, well, what, it's not really about... Malachi, but one of my favorite moments was when we were exploring that um, crypt 
we were fighting those skeletons down below and Jeeves and the dogs were up at the top of the crypt. And you started rolling dice and asking the HP of the dogs and I realized that there was some sort of encounter going on. And then when we got up there, you, the dogs just won the fight and killed all the bandits before we <laughs> had a chance to intervene. I really like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Armored I... dogs, man, they're dangerous. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was great. Um, I liked when Van and Malachi plotted out this whole heist to steal Harvest Moon, and we like sort of combined our spell pools together and started casting a lot of things in sync to try and uh, try and make like a really dangerous duo. I, I, yeah, I really, that was good. Yeah, I, I think clever use of spells is always fun to see. So watching a cleric and a wizard sort of put their heads together and come up with a a plan of action to go through set this thing. In, set in the same area. I liked the um, rescuing the princess. Yeah. Uh, I thought that whole scene of like cutting off her ear to prove to Karak that I was serious about working with him and then um, sort of hatching a plan quickly to rescue her that night. Mm -hmm. I thought that was quite good. I liked that. that oh, good. somebody somebody said this in chat. Uh, this isn't one of our characters, but I thought Croak having that bag of flour that he carried around with him forever and just pulled out that one fight when the siren turned invisible on them was so fucking good. That was improved invisibility as well, so that would have been bad. Probably game over. I don't know. Yeah, you, you might have died there. Like, I don't know. Greg, Greg had a lot of moments like that where he just did something really clever. Yeah. I'm very excited to be playing with Greg again in yeah, me too. whatever we're going to be calling this thing. Project mm. F. Maybe you should put the straw poll of names on. Well, I might. I mean, we've added a new couple names yeah. to that list, so. I might well, actually, because I'll, I'll put up a discussion thread. I'll, I'll ask people for some of their ideas for names. Yeah. Um, and I think the last question before we just call it a day here um, is at the end of the day, do you feel your character is a good person or a bad person? After everything's said and done, after all of your ups and downs, your fulfilled promises and your broken ones the people you've saved and the people you've left to die um, after everything <laughs> um, I think Malachi is probably a bad person but I think he thinks he's a good person um, I think Van, he's definitely not like a saint by any any stretch of the imagination but I think he he's like extremely callous and can be very like rude to people like I remember uh, Corny's father giving a shit for getting his son killed the man was like maybe your maybe your son should have been such a fool and gotten himself gotten himself impaled but um like i, I think van can be very callous and very uh jaded toward the concept of death but i think he tries to be a good person in the general yeah. the general sense i think malachi benchmarks his morality against van so if he can convince van that it's a good idea then he's convinced himself <laughs> that it's fine to do <laughs> all right well, uh, this Wait, has... Oh, yeah? I've, what about a question for you, Neil? What was your favorite moment? <laughs> I don't know. Killing Greg. <laughs> I think my favorite moment is probably in the second episode. I think it was the second... Maybe it was the third episode... When Aldrich was like, I need you guys to go get me a giant's hair. And you're all like, no. No. That's, no, we're not doing that. That's too dangerous. Let's go find something else to do. And just like turned away, walked away from the entire quest and like went off and did your own thing. And I'm like, ah, this is what I want. 
This is what I've been waiting for, for a party to turn down a quest lead because they can objectively determine it's too dangerous. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 remember, I, like, I remember that too. I like that a lot. Just yeah, like, at the time I was like, no, there's just no way. Yeah, because I remember, I think it was, uh, maybe it was Greg wanted to get, follow that lead, or maybe it was uh, Bijan. But I remember somebody wanted to do it, and I was just like, I'm, I'm not going out there. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not fucking with a giant. Well, it was only like one episode earlier that we were so nervous trying to fight like two one peasants. Peasant. One peasant. <laughs> yeah, we spent like 20 minutes arguing about how to ambush some peasant and his wife on the road so maybe yeah, he'd be you... stabbed to death. No, you go. You go. I'll watch the horses. I remember saying that. Like, I'll just <laughs> Good times. All right. Yeah. Well, I think that wraps up Hardcore Heroes. It has been a year and a little more than four months, a year and five months or so. It's been yeah. a blast. This has been one of my favorite campaigns to run. And uh, I'm glad that we can close it in a peaceful way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm actually pretty excited. Like, I, I do definitely want to come back from that hiatus someday because I'm, I'm pretty okay. excited for... Uh, it's, it's kind of like a new a new opening, like a, a new possibility. Us like going to Drekus and starting fresh, yeah, with yeah. lots of gold, <laughs> yeah. at eighth and ninth levels. Like, I, I how much know. does an estate cost to buy? Do you think? On, I don't know, thousands, maybe tens of thousands of gold. I, I... we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. We'll get there like, one day. Yeah, one day. All right. So we will see you guys on. Project F, which could be called the Frozen Frontier or the Caldonian Expedition or the uh, Exploration of Caldonia or some other name in a few weeks, maybe a month at most, but probably not quite that long. Um, and until then, farewell. Yep. And... Discussion thread going up right now. Put some of your suggestions for a name in there uh, because we clearly need help. <laughs> It will not be called Ice Road Fuckers. <laughs> Nick has been trying to push that name ever since we discussed this. Everyone plan. loves it. It's great. It's a terrible name. Okay, fair. I would right. love to roll characters now, but we can't. We'll have to. We'll wait. We'll yeah. We'll do that another time. Yeah. Um, goodbye. Bye. Say goodbye, Sean. Oh, bye. <laughs>